0: folks, once again live in Greenwood. Bonjour, shalom, and what's up, and how you living? That's right, we are here once again in the million dollar rooftop studios of Chaz Tower. We have not been evicted, because we don't exist in the government's (laughs) time. We're we're off the grid, (laughs) we're an off the grid tower. Uh, How you doing today, Chaz?
1: You know, I'm doing pretty okay, can't complain
0: uh celebrated
1: a friend's 30th birthday yesterday by singing lots of musical songs so that was fun uh which uh which musical numbers Ooh, we did a few from uh let me see chicago the producers this new one called dear evan hansen um into the woods just a bunch of others too but we didn't
0: get into like some popular ones like Rent or uh, Les Mis. N- nobody did Springtime for Hitler during the producers' bit, did they? Cause, no, because that is the main number of the movie and the actual play. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nobody did Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> well, that's the whole bit, right? Is mm-hmm. that you make more money off a bomb play than you do a successful one, but then it like somehow secretly becomes successful? Right. Yeah. I don't need to explain the uh, the <laughs> the bit behind the producers, but. Uh, We are here once again, folks, in July of 2017. And uh, if you're listening, Russia, congratulations on meeting our president. He's convinced you had nothing to do with our elections. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, he's just saying that so you can
1: codify his, um, uh, his supporters just to say, man, if the president says he didn't do it. You gotta take the man for his word. Can't just be skeptical all the time. You gotta take the man for his word for once. And I'm gonna be like, then why do you keep saying the science is not settled on climate change?
0: Yeah, what? <laughs> Let me and, stop. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I there's some like lack of culpability. Clearly he, he didn't himself hack our election. He right. wasn't like in the room when <laughs> his like indentured servant hackers were like forced to hack our election. No, he was probably riding shirtless on a freaking horse somewhere in the Ukraine and <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just what he does. He's so. just like he went down
1: to uh Chechnya and was like, Hey, y'all doing good? Yeah.
0: He's got his little lap dog there now. Uh-huh. The the cat lover, um Chechen uh leader that's supposed to be like helping combat the uh the terrorist movement that Putin kinda Yeah thinks is going on there. But really it's just kind of ideology differences, religion differences and multitude of problems with uh the caucuses
1: yeah i I just
0: saw um, uh, a vice segment about
1: how they're just rounding up all the gay people there and then they're just like what do you mean we're rounding up the gay people we don't have gay people so therefore how can we be rounding up gay people and the person who went there to do the segment they went to like their military thing and Uh, I actually don't know what language they speak in Chechnya, but the subtitles were saying basically, do you think that we're taking the gaze away? They're like, no, but but like you could tell from the way they answered. It wasn't like a resounding no. It was like, no. no." And I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh. You can't you can't hide that body language, even though or the way you're speaking, even in a different language. Mm -hmm. You, you, You know you lying. And then the other part of it that was funny is I'm uh, like, because we're being very open, don't you see us bringing you into our barracks? Like, where would we hide these people? And I'm like,
0: you can't. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Like, where would you But I don't know. That's kind of like. Not here. <laughs> when when Saddam was leading the uh, the UN inspections towards the end of his tenure before we ended up invading, uh, he would just take us to places. I mean, granted, there wasn't actually weapons of mass destruction. There clearly wasn't an, uh, a bunch of stockpiled armaments. Of
1: course. We made a false premise. It was like, go, go, go.
0: Yeah. But, um, but he would take us to like empty warehouses just after things left and stuff. But I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, mean, it's all about it's all it's clear obfuscation yeah and the fact that he's saying it like no we're not clearly we're not obfuscating the things that we're doing here (laughs) when you listen to it you're like no no clearly you're obfuscating the things that come happen here yeah (laughs)
0: and and that's you know and that's just one region in Russia with you know one major issue and there's you know however many issues and however many regions of Russia Russia's a very large country right right? you know we like to kind of circle it as this one thing you know, and it's got a lot going on. That's very different, and different types of people, and different languages even are spoken. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the interesting thing
1: about uh, Russia's economy is it's not very much bigger than um,
0: that of Illinois's economy, which which like says a lot. Yeah, yeah, the overall like GDP or whatnot. Yeah, and and they're they're in some archaic uh, industries. You know, mm-hmm. they're in logging they're in coal they're in oil you know they're not mm-hmm. you know they're not really ad- i mean they have very smart um technologists hence the uh all the hacking allegations i mean there's definitely very smart people in the in the in the tech industry there but uh yeah it, th- their industry as a whole doesn't like compete with what ours does or southeast asia or you know those yeah technology centers
1: a lot of the developers for uh big fish games are located in russia okay so yeah that are
0: yeah. the ukraine yeah and yeah. yeah well that being said uh welcome to the episode uh we like to start uh every one of our episodes with a little segment we typically call callbacks callbacks and so to call back to anything from a previous episode, uh, or something that we've missed, uh, we like to take a moment, slow down and and take a look at those things. Chaz, my friend, do you have any particular callbacks this week? You know what? I'm callbackless this week. Callbackless. Um, so last week we were talking about the uh healthcare initiative uh, uh, yeah. being driven by the Republicans. Um and I'm definitely getting um, more of a sense that uh, uh, there's growing opposition to it as a whole. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and um, I do think I still am on the camp that it's going to get passed. Um, but uh, it it's definitely being passed because there needs to be something that's like kind of the clear answer right now. Yeah. They can't replace something with nothing kind of syndrome. <sighs> and so it feels like that's what's happening <laughs> you know what i mean I,
1: I know i know exactly what you mean and oh, i hate I, I hate the republican uh congressional just like caucus or whatever you want to call it because like the way mitch mcconnell presents it he's all like well if we don't pass this that means we're gonna have to work with the democrats in order to shore up the insurance markets i'm like that's what you should have done in the place right like that should have been your solution from day one like repeal and replace no the only thing is because like not <laughs> enough people want to be in the market and that's why nobody's in it and yeah. then and then there's like individual mandates we don't want you to force us to buy a and currents i'm like then how else are you supposed to have people who don't need the health insurance pay the premium to pay down the other things you're not thinking of solutions sorry like, yeah <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, and they could, they could have even because they're definitely like trying to do this thing where they're giving like incentive bonuses to states to kind of conduct their own insurance markets. Yeah. And and that I, I get like that's a grand idea. But the problem is they're replacing Obamacare, which had the mandates and it had the funding. Yeah. To actually operate in all 50 states. Yeah. Whereas the the checks they're going to be cutting to these states isn't going to cover probably half of what it's going to take to to insure all of their citizens. Yeah, unless you're Wyoming or Montana or something, you mm-hmm. know. But if you're California or you're Texas, mm-hmm. it's not going to be enough money, and the rest of the system isn't going to fund it. And so they're basically kind of shrugging their shoulders. And people may not know, but uh, America runs on a deficit, but states aren't actually allowed to run on a deficit Mm. as an agreement in uh, whether it's the Constitution, uh, an amendment in that, or it's just part of like, the budgeting rules of congress um mm-hmm. states have to operate on uh, even budgets oh okay and um the way the loophole to that is they get several years to kind of like balance their books mm-hmm. so they can operate under a deficit and then like find funding elsewhere and that's where you hear about big states cutting giant programs and stuff mm-hmm. that are very popular there are ways of them to gain back some money that then they can like pay off budget deficits because they can't operate officially under a deficit. Kind of similar to the EU and what was happening to like Greece and stuff. Yeah. Their member states weren't allowed to operate on deficits. Um, But yeah. And so because of that, um, these states are going to take on this burden of healthcare and it's just going to increase the likelihood that more states are going to run under budget. And when that happens, programs are going to get cut or, We're going to find a time where where these states are going to be allowed to run debts. And I don't know how that's even going to work because it's never been the case. So um, we'll see. Uh, Obamacare solved a lot of those problems by giving insurance to the masses and and, Mm -hmm. and putting more of the burden on the federal. Um, Yeah, it's going to, I mean, time will tell. So that was my callback, just kind of. Yeah. Keeping the conversation alive about uh, what's the name is it the AHCA? Is it is it, the American is the American Healthcare Act. So AHCA. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Achia. No, acha. We got atcha. <laughs> acha. All right. Well, that gets us through our uh, first segment. Um we can get into our state of America. In our post, uh, second post, I don't know, this is our first post, 4th of July podcast. Yeah. The celebration of America's independence. America's looking good, it's old right it's looking all right you know you know this uh, this grand
1: experiment that we were trying this grand experiment of manifest destiny and uh no
0: stop <laughs> i know, I know. <laughs> it also is the day that uh you know joey chestnut tries to uh eat more hot dogs than any other person but I- then kobayashi be like nigga i'll work out yeah well (laughs) Kobayashi is like such he was so popular for like four years and then like he had some weird like allegation and they the Nathan's hot dog contest kicked him out I did not know that so for the last like four years Kobayashi's been like operating on the fringes of the hot dog eating contest community and basically like eating I think he hosts his own hot dog eating contest the same day in the same town, and it's, like, across the street. What? And it's basically, like, him eating by himself. What? Yeah, yeah, because he got banned. why did he get banned? I forget now. I oh, mean, my God. Cl- clearly, we have the uh, Kobayashi. Oh, my god! Banned.
1: Like, that was my hero. He's in uh, the book Think Like a Freak from the Freakonomics guys, and he was meticulous in how he trained for that competition. It was, like... If you're into a person who likes systems and likes and like how those systems can develop and things, like he is a framework to like copy.
0: Yeah, no, he well, yeah, and he finally got beaten by Joey Chestnut. And then the following year is the year that it had something okay. Here it says the major league eating had a contract dispute, so maybe both sides couldn't come to terms. But uh, oh. but yeah, he uh, he never went back into the uh, the Nathan's contest, which is the Fourth of July one, yeah, held annually in New York by Nathan's hot dog company. But that's celebrating America, um, state of America. We're also um, part of our segment here as we sometimes check in with Chaz to find out what's going on on the, the Hill bill watch. That's something we got to do as part of State of America. Chaz, is there anything going on bill-wise on the Hill, or is it business as usual? Um, it's pretty business as usual. Let's see. The uh,
1: Because we had the 4th of July break. so Oh, right. So then Let, they get a session
0: break. Yeah. So they're probably just now getting back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So there's nothing. This is like, if you're listening to it, just, you know, govtrack.us. And when we, you know, let's just do a call back from last week. Of course, look up HR 3004 and HR 303 because those are some big immigration bills coming down the pike. Um, because they passed Congress, but we don't know if they'll pass the Senate. And it's one of those things where you know they're going to be like healthcare, 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 over like you know flashbangs, flashbangs. Look at this spectacle, and then they're going to be like, "Yo," on C on C span too. You're going to be like, "Yo," so Kate's law. Yeah, we want this, and then you'll be like, "And they secretly passed Kate's law, and now it's going to the president to be signed." Yeah, and then and then you know, like if that happens trump is gonna have like a big a big press conference he's all like these are like he's gonna bring back Marianne mendoza <laughs> <laughs> fucking mary i'm sorry I, well <laughs> <laughs> i mean see it's one of those things because i'm very sad for her loss right i just don't like how they frame her loss right and uh, like, there's all these other aspects about the dude that led to the loss The fact that he was an erratic driver while being drunk. But, of course, if you're an erratic driver while being drunk while being an illegal immigrant. That's when it becomes a that, story. Right? That—that yeah. That is the main thing. So, we can't have these illegal immigrants, you know, doing things that humans do. Yeah, but what about this guy who, you know, killed that team because he was drunk? Well, um, do people make mistakes? <laughs> like.
0: Yeah. <gasps> <sighs> so, it's, uh. It's getting, it's, it, 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 I don't know, man. And I mean, the divide is, is basically widening at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, And and I don't see really any public centrist figures yet in Congress stepping up. You know, the Dems kind of are holding their line. The Republicans are holding their line. And I mean, there's a little bit of movement from some Republicans. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no one's willing right now to go toe to toe with the administration yet um yeah there's definitely a feeling of getting burned maybe on twitter or or something that people are a little wary of trump and his power of the media essentially i mean yeah
1: oh a friend of mine she was flying and she heard uh, two trump supporters not bickering but they were complaining that uh cnn was making trump look unpresidential and i was like if i was them i would have been like are you fucking kidding me like i'm sorry that was a harsh reaction then i would ask him like so what is it that he's doing that is presidential that cnn is missing Right. That's what I would want to know. Yeah. And, and then he probably would explain it to me. And then I probably, being the dickhole self that I am, counter like, that's not presidential because of blank, 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 blank. <laughs> and,
0: oh, oh, I mean, is it presidential to tweet a meme of a wrestling meme of you battling down a CNN logo? Right. Yeah. Right. Pretty fucking presidential. It,
1: it, right. He's like, fake news. I can't, you know what? I, I don't have anything to say of substance. So I'm going to be like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm beating down on the person. Fuck your words. Fuck. Cubers, I got fists, man. I got fists. Like, okay, really? Like, yeah. you already know you lost when when you have to result the fi- violence, even if it's fake violence. The only the <laughs> only
0: thing that can happen out of that that's any benefit is I just hope to God that he actually is the one that makes the animated gifs. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god! I, you know I, for sure he's paying someone to do it, but uh-huh. like it would be hilarious to be like, hey, just a minute. This one's gonna be huge. Just gotta get to the next frame and that and. <laughs> Because, you know, like, you mm-hmm. kind of got to be a techie a little bit to make those gifts. It's, yeah. So, it's funny to uh, to think of him, like, doing that. Of course, he's not. But right. He probably and doesn't even have the phone. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, these tweets could just become, like, his staff are like, we, hey, we got you. We know your vibe. We're just going to, like, go. Because uh-huh. he's, like, 70, man. He's I, I swear he's probably just taking naps, right? Uh, <laughs> naps right. between golfing trips, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I've hung around 70-year-old men before. You know, uh, humble brag. But you know what I mean? (laughs) I had grandparents, and I met grandparents' friends. They're not, like, you know, jumping around, tweeting every four hours about some weird shit, watching eight hours of television. No. No, they're getting up at 6 Mm a.m. Sure, sure. But they're in bed by 7.30. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't... uh, I'm and, and no suspicious. apparently there actually so with this and they're here
1: there is a guy who actually did make that meme it wasn't trump okay and apparently there's uh i don't know much about it because i just like saw it in passing that because of this cnn is uh what is it blackmailing the person who uh who did it and they're like reveal yourself or we're gonna dox you is what i've heard but i don't know how substantiated that is or not Yo, if so, CNN starts doxing people, what is happening? I don't, I don't, I think. Jesus. No, I, I think that is the uh, the, the Red Coalition's obfuscation machine
0: working overtime. I can't wait till CW starts trolling uh, Trump, you know? Oh my God. Yo, the cast of the Vampire Diaries doesn't like your wrestling meme. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: no, what's going to end up happening is like there's going to be more and more Trump XP's on different tv shows and then then they're going to be like why are
0: you asking like hollis doyle on scandal if anybody ever watches that is it starting now to seem likely that trump may lose a reelection? isn't it no really just because of his base because like if if i mean a strong contender from the republican party or is the republican party so about brand that they'll let this burn the the building down from the inside? Guy keep reigns?
1: Ah, uh, that's that's a good question. I maybe the Republicans will send up, uh, oh god, what is his name? Speaker of the House. What what was Paul Ryan. Ryan? Oh Paul Ryan! Oh god, Flexi McMuscles. Yeah, Flexi
0: McMuscles. Oh my god. They might
1: send up Paul Ryan to challenge Trump's seat, and I think. That would, like, see, I say no, not because Trump is doing such a horrible job, is because establishment Democrats and, rep- and progressive Democrats still aren't on the same page. Right. And...
0: Oh, so the fractured dem. It, it will, okay... But shouldn't the fractured dim be a more incentive for a Republican challenger? Because you already have a fractured opponent, so the the cracks are already in the foundation. You might as well go after the guy. That's, kind of, I mean, the guy is literally even by Republican standards steering the boat into the rocks. Yeah, I you mean, know, he's 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 his masses are happy. Uh, the stock market is up. Like like the results of his presidency are like bewildering to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. It's literally like an arsonist burning down the village just to find out that it made the soil better to grow more crops the next year. <laughs> you know? Well, see,
1: interestingly about Trump, like, like he got Neil Gorsuch, like so, so even though Trump is a dickhole, shitweed, whatever you want to call him, he, he, he's basically an automaton when it comes to like, he's basically like whatever you guys want in Congress, I will sign into law okay right so he he's just like it, it. it's just the fact that we're flexing our political muscles as americans saying no no we don't want that no 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 the buck is supposed to stop with you right we don't want that right, <laughs> right? so and then they're going because in their head they were like yo we ran on this yo we won yo we can get this through and we're going like, well, no. I mean, there's issues, but we don't need to like Hiroshima the shit. So, so.
0: And you're probably right in the sense, like, you're not saying this in in so many words, but um, his his voting base isn't Republicans. They're Trump supporters. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're and, on brand with him. They're not on brand with the Republicans necessarily. Exactly. So and even a Republican challenger doesn't change that base.
1: Exactly, because they're like. The one thing we have to remember is the reason why he won all of those states. He won, like, he did make good swing states. And because this voting, like, this voting block, it, it's interesting because there's social justice issues and everything like that. And and then there's class issues. Right. And, of course, what uh, Trump did is he said, forgotten class of people, I hear you. I'm going to fight for you. Right, and whatever that base was, and those disenfranchised people were the blue collar, hardworking, come home smelling, right, feeling you know. However, like
0: getting laid off left and right, right, exactly because yeah.
1: you know the economy is changing. One hundred percent. And and the thing is, it instead of uh, because in, like Hillary, I think had the right idea where she was saying, "I want to retrain coal miners for other jobs." right right but she didn't she didn't go to those places and say that to those people and she didn't lay out a good action plan as to what she would do like because what they need is they're getting laid off and we live in a market economy so for people to survive they need money yeah and if they don't have money how the fuck are they going to survive and trump said you need money so i'm going to get you money so they voted for him this- and, and, and that makes total sense and anytime you would talk to those people, they're saying Hillary's not talking about jobs. Trump is talking about jobs. I need a job to survive. I vote for him. It's not a hard thing to
0: see. So what we need to do is we need to turn uh, Trump into the next Scott Walker hmm. before his governorship. That was like a whole. But when he ran, remember when he was the truck driving guy who ran for the Senate seat yeah. in, in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and uh, he he only served one term, and then he was crushed by Elizabeth Warren, Oh, crushed so hard, he left the state, he went to Wisconsin, and everyone thought he was done, granted Wisconsin is one of those Trump style Mm -hmm. states, and he ran on that same style ticket he did in Massachusetts and won. He literally was driving to campaign events in a Dodge truck, and he's like, I still got the same truck, I'm the same man, put me in office truck you know like <laughs> and
1: don't and that works because it's simple it's so simple i mean don't they has, people and, at home are like
0: that's a good truck
1: right and actually <laughs> i was watching another vice video where they went to a trump rally and they're saying like what do you guys uh, don't know about us and one lady was like oh the one thing that got me that i was like it actually kind of blew my mind a little bit is one of the guys were like when trump said grab a woman by her pussy he was talking about groupies and i was like wait what (laughs) yeah and i'm like holy shit that reasoning makes sense (laughs) and i'm like fuck wow okay no wonder you didn't make it
0: a big deal, right. <laughs>
1: and I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, it doesn't right. make what he said right.
0: Because then it, it's kind of similar to like uh Motley Crue talking about the girls that get backstage. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna talk in a similar cry. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah,
1: and and I'm like, and when I was like in that light, yeah, I can see why you'd be like, why you guys overreacting? Why you, guys react? you know how groupies he's, is. He's
0: not talking about your mom, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like when this groupie's
1: like, <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, it, Okay. <laughs> Shit, like like that. That's, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing is, um, you know, it's kind of like the Kelly Kellyanne Conway method. Like, mm-hmm. if you twist his words just a little bit with the right argument um it can be believable and Mm -hmm. that's a fucking scary thing yeah you know because what if this train isn't over and he's actually gonna pick up some fucking steam you know like Mm -hmm. uh and i mean we're gonna not change California's not gonna change i mean you're gonna have your oh this is another thing i was gonna mention uh so so have you heard about this whole sinclair media buyout vaguely like Sinclair and Time Warner I think yeah and so Sinclair yeah or Turner Sinclair is buying Turner and so they're going to add I mean as long as it goes through the federal regulators mm-hmm. um they're going to have like one of the largest or the largest uh local television viewerships oh that was on uh on last, last, week, last tonight. week tonight yeah, yeah. yeah so because of that and when they mentioned it on last week tonight uh, one of the Sinclair-owned television stations is Seattle's own, KOMO, Como 4. Oh, Como 4 is Sinclair-owned. And because they do these must runs, Como was running the must runs at like 4.52 in the morning to get the very least amount of viewership because they didn't agree with the ideology that was being pushed and that it thought that they pulled into their journalistic integrity <laughs> to be running these very politically skewed ads <laughs> Holy apparently shit that's amazing and so even though they can't not run them because they'll get fines or the station will get shut down or they'll get fired and there's a bunch of repercussions they just have to run them at some point and so they would just run them concurrently at like 4 38 in the in the morning and then um and then run all of them like together duh, 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 all the all the um yeah they'd run them all together and then uh there's a
1: tear to my eye i love you como four.
0: yeah that's cool so they're a standout in the as far as the sinclair um controlling of the media and it was interesting to see that piece about how, how like direct the the republican media movement is in delivering their message yeah like literally one of them was like uh directed at snowflakes. The headline was like, what you doing snowflake or something and then he oh, yeah, and then he just stood there for 8 minutes and talked at the TV. They, and they want every station to run that. And, and
1: what I hate about that is that it completely misrepresents everything they're talking about. Like anytime I'm listening to, you know, the YouTube coalition that's always about codifying that message oh god it's such oh that video by the nra that came out with uh, dana loesch and dana loesch is like like a a republican darling she's like god and guns and like you listen to her and then like she's like a regular human being uh, overall so i'm like okay and then you see this and then they say for some reason they think we liberals well maybe the snowflake liberals and i would consider myself because you know social justice and i I respect women. I'm not saying y'all don't respect women, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you you guys want to put women in a certain box. We don't want to put women in that box. That's all we're really saying. And, And then I'm just like, you're misrepresenting. Like, we don't all call you. We all don't think you're, like, all racist, xenophobes. But here's the thing. You supported a man that supports policies that i shouldn't say amplify but represent those things and so if you're really if you're more having an issue about it being explicit yeah you can make the argument that you're not being explicitly racist xenophobic homophobic and all that but the things you support are so what conclusion should we reach from that yeah exactly
0: Uh, yeah um Okay, here's, here's uh, a bit of the John Oliver piece, but it goes into the Snowflake thing. ...silly, uh, but you also may see something great. And there's actually a third option, because in some parts of the country, you might see this. I've got a message for certain students. Listen up closely, Snowflake. Yes, I'm talking to you. You, the social justice warrior who whines for trigger warnings and safe spaces. Not grown up enough to deal with the facts? Then hunker down in your room and Snapchat the day away with other social justice warriors. College isn't a babysitting service. It's time to grow up, Snowflake. Like, what the hell? And that is a required news story. Right. Can can
1: I say something about trigger warnings really quick? Because this is what I mean by the blatant misrepresentation of things. So a trigger warning happens because if you guys don't understand how the brain works, Our thought processes now, like while we're talking, we have speech centers in the brain, but our frontal lobe where we do a lot of our like cognitive processing is, you know, how we're thinking about how we're saying things to you and everything like that. But there's another part of our brain called the limbic system and the limbic system handles reactions and emotions And the limbic system isn't controlled by you. But the but think of the limbic system having certain switches and those switches are triggered by experiences. Right. So if somebody has an experience that reminds them of a triggering event that could put their mind into a certain part of like certain type of psychosis that they didn't choose, they need to be warned for that. Right. Like so. So to take something that you guys care about, your troops, If a troop, like think about your troops, we just had 4th of July. Think about your troops on 4th of July because some of those guys, they hear the pops and the booms and it reminds them of war. And yeah. it freaks them the fuck out. Yeah. That's a trigger warning. And that's what a trigger warning is for. It's not for someone to be like, I'm offended because I saw a naked person. Right. I want to be triggered before I see naked people. Like, th- that, that's not what a trigger warning is. And, and I'm just saying, like, you guys always misrepresent it that way. Like It's a level of maturity thing because they don't want to hear something they don't agree with. No, it is actually a cognitive brain thing that will change their state of mind because of how it's triggered when they experience it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I, all, I'm sorry. Didn't well, no, no, going. no. It's fine. It's well. That, that's I was just playing that clip to kind of just give the the audience a little taste of what we were talking about from the the John Oliver show, and specifically of the must-run ads. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like they're yeah, their use of these term the <laughs> these these Republican terms, like how they're just like it's it's getting ridiculous mm-hmm. that they're picking up steam and people are using them, and it's becoming like common speak to call somebody who cares about different um groups or cares about people that are less fortunate than them a snowflake
1: yeah and 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 the thing is like the reason why i hate it is what's becoming popular in those circles is a straw man version of what it actually is and they are believing like they're working from a false premise and they're believing wholeheartedly in that false premise and that's not like you guys know Like Everybody who's worth their salt knows that working from false premises is the wrong way to go, and we should always be working from honest premises. Now, if you had a criticism of the honest premise, I'd listen, but you don't have an honest opinion of the correct premise. You have your straw man premise, and you're just getting all blood-boiled, like, I don't know why. You won't allow me to talk about... No, sorry. Wait, that was... (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't all sound like that. Sorry. (laughs) And... (laughs) but we we just like if you want to talk talk about what exactly the issues are and not your weird interpretation of them
0: and same goes for us yeah well um i guess uh so i last week a little piece of a a mid-show callback i was talking about um uh comedy specials and I did get a chance to watch Joe Rogan's comedy special which uh, is titled Triggered and it was filmed 1 month before the election and so he goes about 5 minutes with like a little middle of the roadie kind of bit oh. where he kind of talks about how they're both shitty candidates and he kind of like talks about specifically Trump winning, which is very likely in his mind. It's not like he's talking like it's a joke, which was kind of what was going on in the media. Mm-hmm. That's snowflake media, you know how they get. <laughs> uh, and, and, and it was interesting, because then he just went into actual like Joe Rogan comedy, and, uh, and he's not taking Triggered as like, he's saying I'm Triggered. I'm being triggered by this fucking crazy world that I'm seeing, which, in it and he uses a a phrasing in it that reminds me of kind of how I'm looking at the world. The world right now is at its greatest and its worst Mm -hmm. simultaneously. And, And it's always been kind of amalgamation of that, but literally some of the greatest accomplishments of mankind are happening right now. And yet some of the largest atrocities and the types of the way war is being brought to civilians you know in 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 small cellular doses to mm-hmm. the point where you're supposed to just be scared no matter where you are in the world that is 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 terrible you know yeah and um and and so his his comedy special does kind of outline that existence so i'm being triggered as opposed to being like, triggered, you snowflakes are triggered. He's definitely, you know, and he definitely comes from a position where you could see, based on his wealth and kind of his mannerisms and the fact that he's from the fighting world, that he could be a conservative. But he does a pretty good job of, like, letting you know, like, I smoke weed, I live in California, I'm keeping my cards close to my vest, you know. And Mm -hmm. I think both these candidates are shit. And and to a degree, he was right, you know, because we, as I was a Hillary supporter, I ignored the Bernie movement because I thought that it was a candidate delivering promises that they weren't going to be able to deliver once they got elected, and I didn't like that. But what I didn't recognize was his base similar to Trump voters. They weren't Democrats. they were Bernie supporters, yeah, no, no, you're right. Because I'm a Bernie
1: supporter and I'm damn sure not a Democrat. I'm always independent. Right. And so (laughs) So.
0: and so this wasn't an election of party. Yeah. This was an election of individual. Mm Mm-hmm. And she wasn't the right individual to go against this gargantuan like media reality star. Um, it just wasn't the right timing. You know, I mean, a Bloomberg would have been better, a Bernie would have been better. Mm Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and 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 I mean, uh, Obama would have crushed Trump. Oh, of course, Obama would have crushed Trump. He'd have been like, "What are you doing, Ohio? What are you doing, Pennsylvania? What you, what What are you doing?" Yeah, and no, no, he would because he <laughs> he's yeah. like, "I've been delivering. Can I show you the jobs I delivered? Like, I will show you. Yes, your industries are dying. I'm sorry, I can't. No, no, no. Like, we can't change that, but yeah. we can help the transition. We can be better, right? And that's what
1: it, that's what it, Hillary should have countered with. But Hillary, Hillary was basically like. When we were talking before the podcast, how we have some people who are like, well, life is about a checklist. And if we get all the checklists done, then we're going to have a successful life. And Hillary was like, well, I'm going to get the presidency by first being in the presidency by being, you know, my husband's wife. But also going in there and saying, I got chip done. And then I'm going to be the senator of New York. And I'm going to make shit happen there. And then I'm going to be the secretary of the state. And you know what? I'm going to kill um, Bin Laden. And then, boom. I'm gonna be president <laughs> and then oh, which yeah. sounds
0: all well and good. she had the resume. Yeah. yeah, she had the presidential resume. What um she made the mistake of doing was making Trump out to being a joke. yeah, because at the end of the day the joke was on her. Yeah. it reminds me of like uh, like a professional athlete talking before like a fight or a mm-hmm. big game, you know, like LeBron the week before they lost to the Golden State Warriors. Mm. LeBron was like, this is what we wanted. We got this. We did it last year, and then, boom! Just the whole wheels fell off. You mm-hmm. know, right from the get, and and you know, LeBron still a great player. Cleveland still a great city. Yeah, ish. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's the roots. <laughs> Produce Kid Cudi. Come on, it's it's got to be all right. Was the RNC was last year? That was a hot. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But at the same time, you know, he had no business thinking that him alone and that team could be better than what arguably could be one of the greatest uh, basketball teams of all time, plus a new guy, Durant. Like, they basically took one of the greatest basketball teams of all time and added even a better player. So mm-hmm. – uh, and, and, and I think that's kind of where Hillary was. Hillary was like, I'm the LeBron of the league. There's no freaking way I can lose – we did this last year, you know, she's like, I killed bin Laden last year, you know, it was like four years ago, or mm-hmm. whatever. you know, she's like, we got this, and then Trump just made sure that the argument wasn't about the resume. Yeah. He made it about how terrible she was. Yeah. It N-A- had nothing to do with what she had like, done, <laughs> and he would even be like, you know, like, I mean, she's a. She did, her, she did her part during 9-11. That was good. We appreciate it. But she's a bitch. You know, like, right. <laughs> you just switch it on her. And so it never was about the resume. It was literally about how terrible she was. And that's, like, the American public eats that shit up. I mean, entertainment news is more popular than news. Mm-hmm. And that's because people like to read dirt on people.
1: They that's don't, true.
0: They don't want to see people built up, really. You know, they want to see people built up but then immediately torn down Mm -hmm. you know it's cool to have an angelina and a brad pitt but it makes bigger news if angelina and brad pitt break up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because then it's like oh they're flawed like us look at that look at who you are you know and so he kind of used that mentality to be like she ain't that great (laughs) you know like she ain't done shit yeah what she do for you ohio and ohio was like fuck yeah what has she done for me she hasn't been around in years <laughs> you know like, yeah and surveys um that have been taken
1: what people share they share things that make them angry yeah like that is the thing i'm like i was watching matpat who runs his game theorist channel and on one of his videos because he does a lot of work with the uh, youtubers and such to see like what actually gets people to click on their links and he's like surprisingly the most thing that people click on are things that make them angry out of all like the the things that people's like 34%, which was like, you might be like, but that's out of a hundred percent, but you know, you have to take all of the other qualifiers that were in there. And that was the qualifier that came up the most. Yeah. And having happiness was like, or joyful or laughing or, you know, was second, but anger. So So, yeah, if you want it, if you I'm going to give you guys like a cool marketing tip, if you're like a business is doing if you're on Facebook, remember one thing, Facebook doesn't have volume. So you have to be all visual as somebody scrolling through and as they're scrolling through, you need to post something that's going to make them angry within like, you know, a few moments. And if you're on YouTube, you have five seconds to make them angry. Yeah. And you have five seconds to make them angry.
0: So take those five seconds and piss them the fuck off. Which is interesting. Because <laughs> so. if you came into a room of people and you were on stage and you were like, hey, you guys are amazing. I really like all of you. I think you're beautiful. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And walk off stage, people would be kind of like, oh, that's nice. If somebody just ran out on stage and said, fuck you, (laughs) fuck your ugliest, what the fuck are you doing out of your goddamn house, you fucking loser, (laughs) fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck all of you, you are dirt, pieces of shit, garbage, fuck you, I'm out to a better (laughs) land, and then walked off, people will be talking about that for the next 10 years because people react to that shit they're like fuck that guy was an asshole (laughs) but then a week later they're like dude i ran into the biggest (laughs) dick ever (laughs) holy shit but the nice guy they're like oh yeah it was uh it was something something was before i forget what it was but dude back to the Mm. asshole (laughs) like that's crazy right or if you're on a bus you know if two people are having a really nice conversation you don't pay attention when some weirdo just starts yelling crazy shit and Mm -hmm. walking up and down the aisle you damn sure start paying attention Mm -hmm. you know there's something like emotional in the response to 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 anger and to to to, to meanness that's just inherent you know yeah, yeah it, it is as i like to call it is the all hell no effect right <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, or and it's it's the the world star it's 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 mm-hmm. the popularity of youtube you know it's like you know youtube videos that are just like super sweet get quite a few views youtube videos where people go crazy and wild out get millions of views yeah yeah so yeah and that and no one had their finger on the pulse of that more than fucking 70 year old goddamn trump like he's tweet president he is twitter moment instant video that type shit in a nutshell and he grabbed onto that and ran it to the white house yeah
1: no like his first thing when he came out he was all like Because people, when they have their local media, like Arizona, all the people are along the border wall. Like, that was his first contingent that he was trying to get.
0: Yeah, Mexicans are rapists. Was the first thing he said when he said, "I'm going to run for fucking president," right? Because
1: you know, over what there they think because they know they have an immigrant problem, and you know, you have to frame them as the bad guy. And their local thing is all like, "Well, you know, another immigrant came and raped people here," and they're just like, "Man, no, we can't." And then of course those people are going to be like, "Oh, hell no!" Right? Yeah. So then he's all like, and then. They're sending their bad people, the rapists. And then they're like, and those people are like, oh, hell no, you can't fucking do that. And there was no moment that Hillary said anything where Someone, I went, oh, hell, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah.
0: Yeah. And he she never said, like, she, he's going to do covert deals with Russia. You know, he's got assets there. He'd be like, oh, hell no. You know, like, oh, right? she never said that shit. She was like, look at this guy over here. He's such a joker. Like, I don't know. It's... And then, like, and Bernie knew his base. Bernie
1: was like, oh, my God. we have these big bankers, and these big bankers don't want to give you any money. You're trying to survive out there, and I want you to survive. And then they're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? Like right. There was passion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Trump and him were going rally for rally. hmm And she was trying to, like, talk to the camera. Yeah. And like get it the message out. You know, they were trying to talk to the room. You know, which is the one thing like they tell you in comedy is yeah. is don't be in the room. Yeah. Be in the room. You got to know your fucking audience. Yeah, and she was just talking at them and they were talking to them. Mhm. And it were it fucking worked and but I'm like I'm saying I don't know depending on the path we continue on, I could see the Republicans offering up a challenger. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 really going at that seat, they've got to start right around the midterms. So yeah, right oh. around 2018. They don't want to. They don't want to go early because he could flame them in this first term. Mm-hmm. They got to go late, r- running up to the election just to pick poke their head up, you know, so that he can they can get a shot. But
1: right, yeah, because that's like and just to bring it back uh blah, blah, blah. what i said earlier is uh, when it became when it came to uh the republicans or i'll just call them the red coalition um the trump red coalition and the establishment red coalition like so the trumps they were like yeah and for a while the other part of the red coalition was like all hell no right and until eventually they're like oh you can you're just gonna put in our policies okay yeah but then on the blue coalition side even though bernie was like i support uh hillary bernie supporters were still like "Oh hell no (laughs) and that's why they
0: lost jeb bush (laughs) raised more money than trump jeb bush had the most money on the republican ticket and he was out by like month four yeah you know and i mean that's he was too meek well, and, you know, that it showed a new game. The game is yeah. media. The game is not money anymore. Mm-hmm. Money is a big part of it, but it's not just money anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Trump proved that. I mean, being a rich billionaire or whatever, he still managed to prove that it's not about the money, which is mm-hmm. strange, you know? I Very mean, strange. <clears throat> looking forward, I mean, the uh, every election from here on out is going to be a fucking circus. Oh, it is. And And here's the
1: thing, like, if you guys are out there thinking about running for a political office, I don't care what your affiliation is. I don't care. Like, like if you want to bring your change to America, run for a political office. And if you're like, I don't know where to get the money. Let me tell you a little bit of a callback. John Ossoff, even though he lost to Karen Handel, he raised $23.3 million from grassroots supporters that- as opposed to Karen Handel's $4.5 million. Mm. yeah so even though he lost and he lost by like what a six to eight percent margin which and was that
0: it, was that the atlanta race yeah
1: in a ruby red district yeah that says a lot yeah so if you want to run for public office especially if you want to run for public office in your small neck of the woods if you're in a small town or if you're in a small like just county or whatever you 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 can basically just go to the equivalent of go fund me talk right. to a couple of people
0: and people are willing to donate five dollars five dollars is you know a happy meal right and I mean, if there's maybe only 30,000 people in your county or whatever and you get 10,000 of them on your side mm-hmm. you know and eight eighty five hundred of them are voters you right. know you're, you're getting into the numbers of uh of not only being able to fund based on their donation but also getting their vote yeah exactly you know and, and then it's real, and it's real if it's even smaller. There's people in even smaller communities, you know, in, in townships and whatnot, and uh, and it's, like we were saying, the school boards. Yeah, the, like the every every point along the chain needs to be clawed at and fought for, and I think there's been too much ground yielded at this point. I think Democrats and or social, kind of, leaning, uh, blue coalition people. For years, we're we're okay with just being a part of, like, Congress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the Republicans swept governorships. Yeah. And what we've seen is the power of governorships leads to more power in other political offices, including state legislatures and uh, Congress and presidency. And so because of that kind of lack of focus on leadership by the Dems as opposed to just uh, policy workers they, they yielded too much ground and they yielded too much influence and now what we have is this this country of republican governors even leading over in some cases blue leaning states because they've been kind of given the torch of the leadership quality and so the dims and the blue coalition has to work on that and 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 be more upfront like of the the kind of a bully to a point they kind of have to bully some people you you, you, you show like a back the kind of show the public backbone
1: yeah i'm gonna say you don't have to bully because bully bullying is basically like i know i have the power nah nah right Right. no you you have to be assertive right assertive and 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 people usually sometimes confuse being assertive with being like aggressive Mm -hmm. and there is a fine line between the two you you have to I think you have to kind of be about something beyond yourself to be effectively assertive and sometimes being aggressive is simply being of yourself
0: and your and your own personal goals. right. Well, uh, is there any topics that you wanted to touch on before or is there a segment we can do to help people grow their brains this week? Um let me see what's the what are the uh, typical like podcasts you've been doing that and the and the video uh, series? That it helps kind of enlighten the public about politics. What are the ones you've been keeping up with?
1: Um, so I definitely like Vox, Vox, because yeah. Vox's whole thing is understanding the news. Um, so listening to Vox, The Weeds has always been my go-to for understanding like in-depth policy and things like that. Um, on the conservative side, I listen to a, a lot of the Ricochet Media pro- uh, podcasts, and they definitely have like a more like measured response to things, but they still don't get the snowflake thing, right? They're still like, I don't understand what's going on on these college campuses, especially when they're like, well, I, I think with those things too is they don't get the reason what's really going on on the college campuses are the extremes going against each other. Right. And, and, and definitely the red extreme, which they feel mildly affiliated with, is getting all the flack from the blue extreme. But I think they don't get is like the oh uh, and like basically the red extreme embraces everything that is a human rights violation, okay. and the blue is like, no, we don't like human rights violations to that degree, so fuck you, right, we don't want that shit on our campus, and they're treating it like they're not human rights violations they're treating it like someone's being a mamby be, pamby and just can't take you know being told no and, and that's the one of the things where i'm just like no stop misrepresenting it like that like like richard spencer wants all black people dead even if he doesn't say it, he wants all black people dead right? and so and he'll sit down with a black person and everything and talk to them but it's not even so secret he just wants all black people dead
0: wow right yeah. like
1: and <clears throat> no somebody will probably get on me for saying oh this guy on this podcast is richard spencer wants all black people dead i'm like no it's because i can read through bullshit and you just like to ingest the full frontal explicit things he says and don't look for the implicature at all but i see the implicature like it's a bright brightest day right and that implicature says he wants all black people dead <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and i mean
0: if you remember that viceland uh hate thy neighbor episode yeah he goes there and, and like the one guy that hosts him is nice and and kind of Mm -hmm. gives him kind of a balanced approach to why the person's a white supremacist, whatever. Right. But then he takes them to a rally at one point and he goes, oh, yeah, you should stay here. And they're like, why? And it's like, I can't guarantee your safety over there. Not necessarily me, but you know how my friends get. And so they're Mm -hmm. like implicitly saying because black people get killed when they come over here to this spot. And it's just kind of like, how is that fucking public information like that mm-hmm. should just be like a it's illegal right. b like how is that a common enough ideal that they can just out say it you mm-hmm. know and be like cool so stay over here and and similar to what you're saying with the richard spencer thing that's just it's it's outlined blatantly without necessarily saying it you know he's he I, the whole quality of the, that movement is so weird like the uh with the little frog pin thing and like mm-hmm. They're trying and then the four ch- the love of 4chan like
1: 4chan has always been a cesspool of like the disenfranchised youth. Like and that's al- also another thing too. I think an aspect of um the alt-right movement is like the dudes who because we have this like hyper masculine society, right? They were the dudes who couldn't keep up with the hyper masculine requirements. So I think part of this is them rebelling against it, just very <laughs> so okay i I think that's an aspect of it it's not the whole thing but i think parts of like the internet alt-right are that and i'm just like
0: come on man just talk to girls like they're people yeah. that, that's all you need they're like, using the anonymity and and anonymous yeah. culture of of the internet in order to to slander whatever group they want when really if you were able to identify them mm-hmm. and pinpoint them on these views or dox them as the internet likes to do, which happens from time to time. Yeah, and swatting people. Yeah.
1: Like, like, (laughs) why do you call swat teams on people? Like, really?
0: (laughs) Well, uh, folks, uh, and that information and more can be available at vox.com, V-O-X.com slash Uh, Where, anything else you want to let the people know or should we go ahead and uh, give them how they can get a hold of us and get out of here?
1: No, I think um, other than uh, I said Ricochet and then Decode DC
0: was the one that I started listening to a while back. Breaks down the the political. Yeah, world. Uh, I studied it for four years, man. It's, uh, it's a it's it's muddy waters, and it takes yeah. a lot to wade through. Exactly. And the patience quality of the American public is why so many people are uninformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it does take a lot of patience to learn about what's going on in the political uh, climate in w- whether your community or your state or at the the, the D C level like that podcast probably breaks down. Mm hmm. Um, but once you start. And you start learning bit by bit, you will start to kind of peel off the uh, the layers of the lies and the deceit, and, mm-hmm. and and it's it becomes a lot more apparent. Like for me now, after the four years of studying, uh, I just see it just the first thing I see. Like you're saying, the offs of uh, blah, blah, blah. like bringing up scarecrow arguments and 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 uh, offering up uh, false premises and giving. Uh, support to things that they're actually never really voting for and stuff because their record will show that and they'll be like oh yeah I've been for that for years and they'll be like well you voted against gun bills for 10 years and be like well you know I'm I'm not for those particular bills but gun control is an important issue to me and they'll be like well why did you vote against every single bill that's come across your desk that had anything to do with it and then just you know it's it's just one way that they can kind of appease to their thought the uh, ignorant voter block while also standing by whatever informed voter block they have that they stand on. If you're a Republican, one of those is you know don't mm-hmm. don't let gun control happen so All right you know. But that being said, you can find me on the Twitter sphere at Mayor, typically tweeting at comedians and things I find funny in the world. And uh, you can get a hold of Chaz at. Um, you can follow me on
1: Instagram. I've been posing on Instagram a little bit more. I'm um, as uh, at two Z's on the Bass, one C, oh, two Z's on the Bass, one Z on the Chaz,
0: and of course CRSII on Twitter. On the tweets. Ta-da-da-da. And uh, and that's it, man. That's uh that's a. Uh, hope you had a great fourth. Uh, and uh, enjoy the the next week of summer. And we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one, Jazz. You too. Thanks, buddy. Peace. All right, take the mask off.
1: Call it how it is, Hendrix. I promise, I swear, I swear. Can I admit it? Yo.